Welcome to the Fit360 podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear from the top personal trainers and respected wellness practitioners in the space. They'll be talking about stuff like how moving your body is essential to a robust well-being, how to age with strength and with grace, how to nourish your mind and body through good nutrition versus the latest fad diets, and so much more. If you want a deep dive into a lifestyle of trainers and those who assist in true healthcare, then you're in the right place. This place was created for you to help you improve your future well-being. Hello, family. We're back again with the Fit360 podcast. And I have a beautiful guest with me today, a new friend. But I feel like I know her for a long time. She's so fun and a lot of respect for her. She's young in the game, but she's doing big things. And I just wanted to have a conversation with her about what we do, about fit, health, wellness, and all that stuff. So here we go, Sadia. Hello, what's up, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to. You're talking to everybody. Right. Yes. So Sadia, how you doing? I'm doing good. You're doing good? Yes. It's good to hear. Thank but you. you're always doing good though. Hello. Okay. You always have this smile on your face. You're just Aww. always happy. Thank you. Which is one of the things I love about you. Oh, thanks. Stop, you're making me blush. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's really good to have you here today to talk about some health stuff. Let's do it. And maybe our listeners can learn some things. Perfect. I'm ready. Yeah. So, first question. Tell me. Tell the people about yourself. Who is Sadia? Hello, everyone. My name is Sadia, also known as Simply Tone. I have been an entrepreneur for seven years. I started off doing personal training. I've evolved into celebrity clientele. I've started small businesses like my daily workouts, my swim line, my mentorship, and my sculpt and slide classes. So I love everything about business, but fitness is also a passion of mine. You're not from Atlanta, right? So I grew up here, but I was born in Washington, Mm -hmm. Mm D.C. D.C. girl. Yes. North girl. Well, you know, I'm a little bit of both. So when did you come back to Atlanta? So I went to school down at Georgia Southern. I ran track there. And then I moved to Atlanta as an adult. 2017. And when did you start your training business? 2015 in college. 2015 in college. How did that happen? How did that happen? So I ran track many years of my life and while it was a passion of mine, I knew that track was my way out of poverty, out of high school. So once I was in college, I realized that I needed to evolve. I knew that at the time I I wasn't going to the Olympics and so I needed to find an identity outside of track and field. And so like many college students, I was having an identity crisis Mm. where I was trying to just figure out what I wanted to do. And I realized my passion for health and wellness. So my junior year of college, I decided to transition, uh, start training college students. And then here we are now. Did that in D.C.? No. Started in D.C.? Um, so Are Georgia you? Southern is uh, four hours south of Atlanta. Oh, okay. So in college, that's where I did it. Okay. And then from there, you let you moved to Atlanta, and how did that 
transition? Hmm, it was very 50-50. Um, the smartest thing I could have done was start my business in college because it gave me a hub of people to really grow with, right? So mm -hmm. if I'm the only trainer in a school of 20,000 people, the demand can be high. And so as a young college student, I thought that the transition to Atlanta would be a lot more difficult. But when I actually got here, it was seamless. And I actually had a lot of demand for clientele. Mm -hmm. And so like trying to navigate through changing my business from a small town to now a bigger town, mm -hmm. I just, I was just young. I was hungry, but it, I was a little imbalanced in like knowing the demand while also trying to scale. It was, it was a lot of different transitions. Right, right. I mean, because mm -hmm. so, a lot of things you learn on the job, right? Yes. As you go. And uh, you pick your battles and see what works. And some things are, that you think is going to be difficult turn out to be pretty easy sometimes. Man. Yeah. Yes. And I equated time with the difficulty, like lessening, mm -hmm. like, but really I could have transitioned a lot sooner. Either way, the journey was going to be difficult, but I thought, oh, if I had a little bit more time, it'll make right. it easier. Right. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So you also said you did, uh, you were in sports. Mm -hmm. And so what exactly did you do? So I ran track. track. Mm -hmm. And you said you wanted to go to the Olympics. Yes, that was my life. And what level. was that disappointment like, or mm -hmm. what stopped you from going to the Olympics? think yes yeah, so started track really late um, in my journey because most people start like in middle school I started early high school mm -hmm. and so I got in alignment with the right coach and I sacrificed a lot in high school to get a full-time scholarship and when I transitioned to college there's just so many different changes happening right like you're finding yourself social life and all of that right. and what first of all I don't know if I've ever given up on the dream. Deep down, I know I'm gonna still be- Still wanna Okay, <laughs> somehow it's gonna manifest itself, okay? So we still in the middle of the dream. But um, I shifted, uh, solely the administration had changed at my school and I just realized like, all I knew was track, right? So mm -hmm. uh, running for me was really a physical way of me running out of my situation, you know? So mm -hmm. just growing up, we didn't have a lot of privilege putting that energy into track, something that was grounding me. I just realized- keep you, Can I keep you on balance? Mm -hmm. Not on balance, but balanced. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't fall into like, you know, Olympian track life, but I ended up being able to train my Olympian, right. like my idol, Sonia Rich. Oh, that's, this, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. right, right. She's one of my clients, so. Awesome. You see how the alignment is coming together? It's coming together, Okay, baby. we still in the middle of the story. We're still in the middle of the story, so yes. that's why I say you haven't given up on a dream yet. Okay, 2024, 2028. You never know. Okay. <laughs> so, you're in sports, did track. Um, would you say that your training methods are more athletic style? 100%, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what you stuck to, that's how you train all your clients? Yes. That's the kind of clients that you pull in? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I believe that power are just the best way to sculpt the body. Mm -hmm. And because I have so much experience in powerlifting and free weights, mm -hmm. I've learned to transition that to like the everyday client. Nice. So you mostly do classes? I do a combination of both. Okay. So I have classes that I teach, but then I also do one-on-ones with like my celebrity clientele. Tell me more what that's like though. What do you do in terms of, cause I, I get the feeling you also do outdoorsy stuff as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, multi-layered, multi-faceted. Of course. Um, but my training style is 100% 
built off of energy okay that's the very first thing mm -hmm. so i show up every day very energetic ready to push people I'm definitely a no excuses. Is the energy forced or is it natural? Oh, it's natural. Oh, okay. I got energy for days. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> I'll be bouncing off the wall. Um, so I show up energetic. I'm definitely a no excuses type of trainer. So my number one thing is always making sure you get there. Like, right. you got to just show up. And then from there, it's about, um, although I do group classes and I also do individual classes, it's really based off of each individual. So like, I know how to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. So I can have a room of eight people, 20 people, and just know how to cater to each person based off of where they are. So they feel like they're doing something different, each mm -hmm. one of them. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Is there a specific gym that you train out of? So right now, all of my clients come to me. So um, there is a gym space that I train out of like right across from me, mm -hmm. but um, I haven't necessarily aligned with any gym. So I've been here for five years. I've actually been at all the gyms. Mm. So I know you just all over the place like butterfly. Yes. Yes, I'm in my metamorphosis. So I like to go to different places, sprinkle good energy, boss up, and then shift. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for real, that is the method. Uh, boss up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. You gotta, boss up. you gotta boss up on people. Uh, oh my god. And, and yourself. Right. What are the age group of your clientele, roughly? Oh, um, it's evolved. Um, when I first started, it was people my age group, young millennials. Mm -hmm. And now that I've, um, you know, grown and been more mature in my journey, I attract older clientele as well. So you're getting some experience from all of those. All ones. different generations. That's good. So you've been in the business for, uh, give me a number, like what? Seven years. Seven years? Mm -hmm. that's, that's a good little experience. You're in a great, great space because now with fitness being where it is and how much I would transition through different genres of, of different levels, mm -hmm. you're right in the midst of all of that. Yes. You know, I tend to find that and then I try to move away from that, that old school trainers kind of stay old school. Yes. They don't think that there's anything else or get out of that, mm -hmm. um, which is a shame, right? But because not only that they their client lose the benefit of, of doing multiple things, yeah. but they also lose the benefit of having fun doing it. As Hello. Well as a trainer. Yes. Because it's a give and take kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I can see how um, you are just in this space of joy and new to the business, not new to the business, but still fresh into the business. Mm -hmm. From my perspective, which I've been in for so long, Yeah. But you're in a good space. There's a social media, there's yes. all that stuff going on. So you can really dig in deep and just kind of create your footprint, place it wherever you want to and yes. just move with it, right? Yes, that's the thing I do love about uh, these times. Mm -hmm. Not only was I able to build a business in person with in-person connections, but yes, I definitely built my business through social media mm -hmm. and the rising of like Instagram. So right. it helps me reach more people that are just not directly in my vicinity. Social media is a beautiful thing. It is. Beautiful thing. I mean, it, it makes the process a lot easier because I remember back in my day, mm -hmm. we didn't have this. And so you, you have to rely on the business card or word of mouth or, you know, I mean, there was very little way of getting yourself out there. Yeah. 
um, I think one of the biggest thing was was how you look as a trainer. People see you like, oh, you're a trainer because back then you you were different. Right. If you have X amount of muscle on your body, you look different from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now it's not the case. Yes. Cl clients are looking the way we look now. Hello. Yes. I think um, that's the beautiful thing about just times evolving, mm -hmm. like with training in person and then this new age of social media everybody can have their own niche you know right. so like i look a certain way you look a certain way and you're going to attract a certain demographic right. i'm going to attract a certain demographic and that's like the beauty of it yeah yes. totally agree so why haven't you um transitioned to fit 360 you know i'm gonna bust your butt ah, a little bit first of all <laughs> first of all what happened was <laughs> so i am so I've been in business seven years. I've been in Atlanta five years and I'm in a metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. So my definition of success is mobility and freedom and being able to be myself and express it in my unique unicorn way. Mm -hmm. And so while I will be at the 360, okay, remember we're still in process. I know, she be coming through people. She be coming you through. You know, you gotta pop in and pop out. That's how yeah, they miss yeah, yeah. you, okay? That's why we're here, okay? <laughs> Okay, you gotta make them miss you a little. <laughs> um, but no, I um, for 2023, something that I'm working towards right now and will be doing is I want to see the world. I want to sprinkle my energy in different places. I wanna be in New York for some time. I wanna be in Houston for a little bit. I wanna be in LA. And so, I know we had, we talked about this a little see? bit, but I wanna give me, go a little deeper for me. I wanna understand what that is for you. Listen, I get it. Yeah. I, I totally get it. So I'm 28, okay, no kids, single. I have dedicated my- Freedom. Hello, come on oh. somebody. <laughs> I started my business at 20 years old, smartest thing I could have done. Mm. And so I know that I am going to evolve into exactly who and what I'm supposed to be. Like I've done that the last seven years. Yeah. And um, outside of mobility equating to success for me, I think networking is so important. What I have found is that when you see your day-to-day -day life and your day-to-day -day surroundings, it can limit your perspective on what you can do in this world. Mm -hmm. um, and I love Atlanta. It's been so amazing to me. There's so much black excellence here. I feel like I really mastered the lane that I'm in, but I would love to network and connect with other ethnicities, other people. I'm really a sponge, so I love connecting with people and learning the game and the business. And then within all those connections, putting my own formula together. In your personal life, too, as well. Mm -hmm. Expand your personal life. So, like you said earlier, you're a sponge. And so, in order to soak up things so you can learn who you are, you have to experience what, what you're not. Hello. Yes. And I've seen different cultures, different places, and just soak up the beauty of the planet mm -hmm. um it's really an amazing goal yeah and i think you should definitely go for it yes i'm always gonna have you know? seeds planted here right. um and you can always come but you can always go back to where you've been yes right um and this and, is the time to do it okay let's right. not forget like right. just having this freedom it's like if i'm gonna see the world and explore mm -hmm. i should do it when i have the time and the space so would work be different? Hmm? Would work traveling the world and doing this? Would, what about work? Would that be different for you? Yeah, but that's- It doesn't have to be. 
Well, it's going to be different in regards to like me. That's the beautiful thing about social media. So technically, most of my income drives from my platform. Mm -hmm. So I can technically work anywhere I want. But the only thing that's going to be really different is my actual surroundings. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. But work is going to be the same. Like I can go to New York and do the same exact thing that I do here. Yeah, but, and you can. You can go to Europe and do the same thing. Hello. I mean, Japan, Dubai, whatever. Um, because our business is, it's yes, it's more here in America, but it's transitioning to the rest of the world. Yeah. And I think because there are more gyms that pop up in the rest of the world, more than you would believe. Wow. I haven't been myself, but I see it on social media every day where cultures weren't into fitness the way we have are now doing it. Hello. Because now with the help of social media, they can see, a, get a deeper look into health and fitness in America. And so they're like, shit, I want to do that. Just like everything else. See, so, that is yeah. a dream of mine. I want to go to the top 10 best gyms in the world mm. and shoot dope content and connect with notable clients there right. and expand. I can see it. So you have your own clothing line. Um, mm. Tell me what that, what it does entail. Yes. So I just um, recently started a swimwear line called Simply Swim. Mm -hmm. And this was my first time getting into designing apparel, um, fabrics. And so that was great. I started the process technically in 2020. I finalized it this year. Um, I've learned so much about manufacturing and apparel, okay, mm -hmm. that I could teach a course on it mm. so it's been good it was a little challenging um in regards to now having to trust other um you know manufacturers okay. uh seamstress with your mm -hmm. so i did run into challenges but um i'm excited about what is to come because i think i was kind of built for you know turbulence so mm. the way yeah <laughs> so the way it's gonna come together and 2023 with fashion shows and launch parties. I'm really excited because I now know I know everything now. <laughs> right, right. That's great. Um, there's another business you have, or that was it? Um, so yes, I I have a mentorship business called Simply Successful. So my brand name is Simply Tone, and I kind of branch off sub brands, different, different pieces of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yes. Yeah, so I have a a mentorship called Simply Successful, and this is where I teach up-and-coming trainers and fitness enthusiasts how to build their brand on social media and how to monetize off of it and the beautiful thing about not having a blueprint for myself is now being able to show people the things that i did right the things that i did wrong mm -hmm. and yes i've trained over 150 students nice yes. congratulations thank you and i actually have a webinar coming up um october 30th um which is a sunday at 8 p.m and yeah, you guys can check that out in the link nice. in my bio. So a webinar that's on, uh, is it online webinar or mm -hmm. in-person webinar? Yes, a webinar online. Online. Yeah, webinar. Okay. Webinar. <laughs> Listen, man, you know. Okay, you know, we got to teach the old cats what go. a webinar is. A webinar in person go. online. Webinar. Webinar. I got it. Do we need you to uh, spell webinar? No, you, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so people, check it out if you want to become a trainer. Do you be successful? You're online. This is the time to get on and get started with Sadia. Yes, thank awesome. you. Awesome.
Are you planning on, what about your personal life? Tell me a little bit about that. So you said you were single, you put that out there. Mm -hmm. Is that by choice or you just don't have time? Um, you know, I think people make time for things they want to make time for. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely not that I don't have time. I think it's about alignment. So I've been in relationships before. Very true. Alignment is big. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've been in relationships before and I do think that this season I'm a little bit more intentional. So I, through my 20s and my dating experiences, I just know what my non-negotiables are. I know like the things that are good for me in alignment. Mm -hmm. So I just don't force it. I think like life is about the law of attraction. So the better I become, the better I'll attract. And yeah, I'm still in process. So you're a big believer in setting intentions. Mm -hmm. That's uh, pretty, pretty good. I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with another trainer friend of mine, and one of the things that he said that st stood out, I was talking about the three elements of health and wellness, mm -hmm. which was food, cardio, um, the physical part, and mm -hmm. the mental part. And one of the parts that I didn't, that he mentioned was energy. Mm. which he believes that was at least 50%. Now, that morning, my wife was talking about why don't I showcase more about spirituality? And, and I said, well, I don't think I have the audience for that yet. Mm. And so I kind of held back as to into that direction. And it's so strange, it, not strange, but it was so amazing that he mentioned that and, and showcased that. Mm. Um, that same day. Yeah. And so since then, I've kind of feeling a little more free to explore spirituality. Not that I'm afraid, I was afraid. Yeah. But I don't want to ram things down people's throat mm -hmm. and, you know, having a wasteful conversation. But the thing is that if one person picks it up or mm -hmm. um, it resides with one person, then I guess it's good. Mm hmm. You are on this show now, we're talking and you're bringing it up again. Yes. Now, energy is one of the most powerful elements that we do have mm -hmm. in existence. Mm -hmm. um, and so to not talk about it or implement it in our everyday decisions is kind of sad, mm -hmm. right? For people who don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess it was also sad for me that I, I was a little bit reluctant on talking about what that is. Mm -hmm. So. Let's, let's explore that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Explain what that energy is for you. Yes. And we can take it from there. Because um, you said talk about setting intentions. Yes. And so on, yeah. Yes, so like I mentioned before um, in my non-negotiables, even when it comes to just my friendships and my personal life and business, a spirituality is number one for sure. Definitely. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without God and him just blessing me and putting me in the right circumstances so that I can evolve and grow. So energy to me is definitely in alignment with spirituality. I feel like the energy that people feel from me is the power of God working through me. And even the work that I do when people are like, oh my goodness, you're so amazing, or my body has transformed or my mind has transformed, that's the spiritual transformations that have already happened through me that I'm able to transfer over. So energy to me is number one, spirituality. And then I think energy to me also is 
just your individual uniqueness. Mm -hmm. I think like energy is unique to whatever you want to make it. Um, if you have a more mellow personality and you like to, you know, make people feel calm and be a voice of reason, I think that's beautiful as well. If you like to spread positive energy and be magnetic and scream and dance and twerk, you know, that's unique as well too. So those are the two things that- no, Yeah, be, be, be whatever you want, decide whatever you want to be, no judgment. Hello. And don't give a shit about it if anybody want to judge you anyway, yes. just do you. Yeah. So you also put that in terms of, okay, so I asked you, you said you were single and so you intentionally putting that energy out there to attract someone that fits you. Mm -hmm. Tell me how big that is. Um, I think how big it is about being intentional about attracting the right, right person. Right, right. Yeah, so... Because, you know, I, I mean, mm -hmm. just dial back a little bit. Uh -huh. Um. A lot of times people go through life and they have been through a couple of relationships, whatever mm -hmm. it is, whatever amount, I don't care. And they haven't been successful. Mm -hmm. What I realized is that they missed the point of that. Mm -hmm. And so every relationship that you come across, it, there's a level of success. Mm -hmm. It's making you into a better person, mm -hmm. right? And relationship, any kind of relationship, it doesn't have to be love relationship or sexual relationship. It could be friendship and mm -hmm. all those things. It takes you to the next level. Every time, no matter who it is, they have created a vehicle to bring you to the next level of who you are becoming. Yes. And so people take, some people will take that, right? And they'll say, I don't want, and you know, they get angry and they, they spill this angriness mm -hmm. about them. And so they go through life not meeting anyone that they really deep don't want to meet mm -hmm. because they're spewing this bad experience mm -hmm. out constantly. They tell their friends over and over, everybody they come up, they come in contact with, they talk about it. It's the man this, man that, man this, man is, man is no good, woman is no good kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Male or female, doesn't matter. And so they carry that, that thing with them and what they don't realize that they are attracting that every time. So mm -hmm. they always end up with bad relationships mm -hmm. or relationship in, in, for lack of a better word, bad or good, either way. Mm -hmm. um, they will end up with people that they don't want, they don't desire to be with mm -hmm. because they're walking around spewing this stuff. Mm -hmm. So going back to what you said, which was very important, you're, in, you're setting intentions. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanna know how important is, that is for you and why you're setting intentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in general, I think it's a part of my personality. I am very, um, I'm very intentional about the timeline of my life. Mm -hmm. So that evolvement that I've had in each chapter, intentions have been set. So that muscle of setting intentions have been built for like 10, 15 years of my life, just in regards to like what I see my life looking like. Mm -hmm. And I'm really big on accountability and knowing that you attract what you are. And- Where you're vibrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything that you attract is a reflection of where you are. And that's even in business as well too. You attract the clients that you put the vibration yep. on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vibration and intentions out too, yeah. Yes. Back to the athlete that you're training. Mm -hmm. Being an athlete and always being in that energetical pool yes. will attract, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really big on the law of attraction. I Like even when it comes to Sonya, I used to study her down to a T. Like I saw myself being in competition with her at some point, you know, within Is it my, because you kind of look like her? 
I don't know. We have a lot of right. <laughs> okay, she got a cute smile, a little chocolate skin. Um, but in general, um, what I've learned about the law of attraction mm-hmm. is that you know every goal that you desire, whether that's a healthy relationship, a business venture, a friendship, you have the ability to obtain that desire. It's really about that work that you're willing to put in to get there, right? So 28 right now. You always get out of your conditioning ways. Mm -hmm. And life is a series of cycles. So when it comes to dating, I am intentional about what I want to attract. So intentional means being selective with who and what I allow. Is it just dating or everything? It's everything. Okay. Yeah. So it's the same principles, just in different ways. Right. And um, I'm also very honest about who I am and where I am and what that looks like, right? Very important. Because relationships come with compromise and I also love my freedom, right? Right. So I do understand the balance of knowing what that transition looks like because when I am going to align with the right partner, you know, that is going to look a little bit different than single free Sadia. So while it's while it's a wonderful and beautiful thing to desire something, right. you also want to make sure that you are prepared and ready for that. Mm. That's where the intention comes in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love it, love it. So let's stick with the intentions for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So pretty much your teenage life, adult life, a lot of things you have done are pretty much set on intention. Mm-hmm. When did you come across this vibrational intention and when did you discover that yeah that is a good question so i do think at an early age through my spirituality i do think that i could hear the voice of god working through me like i think that's what my intuition is Mm -hmm. and so that's exactly what it is yes so at a very early age i'm talking about as early as four i felt that connection and that vibration and so as i got older i learned to trust that more and so I think when I really leaned into it was when I went through very hard circumstances growing up and mm. knowing that like we are responsible for our lives. Although I was a child and I went through a lot of adversity that I couldn't control, what I could control is how I responded to it. Mm. So with that being said, it did feel like life or death at many of times. Like I was either going to be a product of my environment or I was going to build a life around being the opposite of that. So when it comes to health and wellness, you know, mind, body, spirit, a lot of my grounding and God using me in this lane is because the opposite of what this could look like is me looking like my environment. Mm. So the intention is set around, okay, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I don't want to live my life recreating cycles that have been brought on me even through generations you know right so because we have that generational uh, vibration that we have to work ourselves through yes and it's and it's very hard so yeah a lot of what i do now is just based off of um building around that so your business all the stuff that you've done or now doing um were intentionally set but you kind of executed them at the time when you felt the time was right. Yes, and back to like that intuitiveness of hearing God's voice, I do believe that my steps were already ordained. So um, I'm like a vessel that God is using and I'm super obedient to that voice now. I don't question it regardless of how difficult it is. Like that's even- Once you have that feeling, it's time to move. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get that feeling, okay, this is time to go. 
no need to question it you move yeah and you're never wrong yes and and outside of even like business or personal relationships i think it's in like the day-to-day it's everything it's everything (laughs) if you even if you make a choice to go somewhere and the time you're ready to go and you get this feeling don't go you follow it yeah i'm i'm not gonna go yeah yeah so i think um, being obedient to it yeah yeah. So I think that when we talk about the law of attraction, I think um, my obedience to that voice, that calling is what continues to put me in alignment. And do you find that life is so much easier? Yes. Way easier yes. when you do that, when yes. you follow this this internal <laughs> yes. feeling and voice? Yes, because um, it's either you're going to listen and, and it's still difficult to listen sometimes, right? Because sometimes it condition yeah or you condition otherwise or you can oh you just don't trust you trust it yes enough. or you can bump your head and go through it and then still have to listen right so it's like you might as well listen so you don't have to bump your head awesome awesome love it love it love it so is there any other thing on your anything other business on the horizon other than what you're doing now because you know you got all this energy and you know you're just bouncing all over the wall and you're following your highest good and yeah there's got to be more. I feel like there's more. Yes. So my travel the world, all of that stuff. Yes. So I think uh, the dots are connecting for me. I think in 2023, I will be on a world tour. So this will be a international and domestic tour. I'll go to places like Ghana, Virgin Islands. We already booked the first six cities. So that's super exciting. I definitely see myself getting deeply more into my mentorship program okay. um, outside of my students definitely some more podcast opportunities mm-hmm. where I'm just kind of spreading awareness on health and wealth and I think those are like the top two things that I'm really excited for cool so we flip it back to health and wealth mm-hmm. nice yes. let's dig in a little bit on that what is your personal way of being healthy for you mm. what what is that like what is your day-to-day like my personal version of being say it one more time sorry healthy and yeah yeah meaning what do you yeah, what do I define, yeah what do i define as, as health what is your day like for your personal health and wellness yes my version of health is self-care and self-love like they're all they're intertwined mm-hmm. so what my day-to-day looks like the very first thing i do when i wake up is i pray so cool. i just speak to god then i meditate then i eat breakfast i love breakfast it's one of my favorite foods nice. and then i do journal so i express gratitude i think like that's how you remain happy just like expressing gratitude then of course i work out because when you look good you feel good okay so ladies we got to get in the gym because we're Mm -hmm. doing this for ourselves exactly yes a good way to express love to show love to yourself love expression yes yes so i um go to the gym i love releasing endorphins it's what makes me feel powerful after that um just in general like things that really make me happy and make me feel healthy is outside of working out i do love massages i love getting my hair done getting pampered yeah um what else so yeah any level of self-care and traveling is also very healthy love new experiences and something that's also really healthy for me is i love connection i love like meeting new people and just understanding how they're moving in life whether that's through a social scene a personal scene i just love new connections good good love it would you say men should do the same thing you know i think men do do that i think men have a different level of self-care and i'm gonna be honest i actually admire the way men 
take care of themselves sometimes, meaning even in a relationship, right? Women, we have big hearts. We can be so engulfed in relationships where we can lose ourselves, right? We can lose that routine of hanging out with girlfriends or going in the gym or it is that you do to take care of yourselves. Whereas men tend to keep those rituals, right? Whether that's playing their video games, whether that's camaraderie, I think they have a different level of self-care that just they stick to because that's just, men are very basic. It's like, once you learn them, it's some simplicity there. Um, to be honest with you, I would love to see more men. I have a lot of friends who do that. Uh-huh. But I also see in my men in my circle who don't. Mm. They don't look like they do. Mm. So I put that out there because they tend to think that if guys do that, you got some kind of games going on. Not that that matters, mm-hmm. but if you're straight. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So because there's like, like there's, what is he called? They call it metrosexual. Yes. You know. So there's I mean? like masculine. Like, ways. why wouldn't you want to take care of your body? Yeah. It's not like getting your nails done or do it mm-hmm. yourself. Doesn't matter how it's done as long as if you want to pay somebody to do it for you, or you do it yourself. Yeah. But yeah, take care of yourself. Yeah, I think you know, dental hygiene, all mm-hmm. those things, it's important. Yes. Because if you have jacked up teeth, you can't chew properly, and you can't chew your food properly, so it's going to cause health. And if your gums are messed up, that. Infection is going to drip inside your gut, mm-hmm. which causes health issues. Yes. So it's important to have those things working properly and taking care of yourself. It is your job to mm-hmm. do so. Yes. And I think you just made a good point. There's masculine ways of self care and then more feminine ways of self care. So, whichever way you need balance. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. meaning like men do a good job of some of the masculine ways, right? Like working out, do that. But I've seen some jacked up nails, man. Some toenails are, woo. Yeah, where the more feminine spaces of beauty and all that, they could definitely lean into. I think balance is important. I mean, pick your lotion of choice Mm -hmm. and lotion your body. Keep your health, your skin, the biggest organ in your body. Right. Not in, but outside your body. It's your skin and it it needs to be treated as such. Especially if you're sweating and doing all this other stuff and you the outside and you have dirt and you It's more than just taking a shower because even not all soaps are built equally some soaps mm-hmm. soaps to dry out your skin But put back moisture in your skin in your skin Lotion your face before you go to bed mm-hmm. before you go to bed all of those things. I mean It's important. I certainly do and I've been doing that since I was a kid Like I didn't have to be told to do mm-hmm. that stuff. It was so natural for me to do and maybe because I grew up in a house where it's all female mm-hmm. and I took on the habit of doing those things to myself because I see my mom doing it, my grandmother, my great grandmother, and you know, there were there was always lotion and all that stuff in the house. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I gravitated towards it and I did it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't make me feel like I was a female. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm the most masculine man I know. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I'm talking about I don't have to be rough to be a man. But my mentality, my spirituality, my physicality, my energy is all male. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have female energy in me. I do have female energy in me. And I recognize that. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Because that's the way that I'm built. Mm -hmm. And all human beings are built with both energy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Is which one do we use mostly? Yes. Okay? So... I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to, because I mean, I'm in the gym and I'm in the locker rooms and I see how men, the way they operate in the gym. I don't want to put that out there too much, but they do need to take care, better care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They do a portion of it, but they don't do all of it. Yeah. Balance. Balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Yes. Yeah. Mrs. Smiley, I want to smile like you, like on a consistent basis. You can. I know, right? It's a choice. It's conditioning. It's mm -hmm. a choice. Mm -hmm. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> okay, you got to add the little. Oh, you got to add the little part. It's good to have you today, man. Thank you. It's Thank you for having, having me. And it's great talking to you. Thank you. Yeah. It's great talking to you too. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yes. I feel good about where your journey is heading. Thank you. Where it came from, mm -hmm. you know, because I always try to look for the organicness of why people get into the business that they get into. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important because to me, it shows, it brings out more of a passion. It shows that that is your real, that's the journey you're supposed to be on. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people I think that are doing things that have no business doing it. You know, and you know what I'm talking about. You meet personal trainers, they're doing it and there's no passion behind what they do. Mm -hmm. um, so you wonder why they got into the business. They could be like, well, because I'm in the gym working out and you know, I can make some money doing this. But they have no intention of taking it anywhere other than where they are. And so I feel that when it comes, when you have someone like that in our business, I feel like the client suffers for it. To each his own though. I'm not judging, I'm just bringing for awareness for myself because I watch things. Mm -hmm. And I see how the operation of how things go, which is probably why I'm good at what I do. You know, dissecting and breaking things down because it's, it's more to what you see. The bigger um, workings are the things that you don't see. Just like a car engine under the ocean inside the pot when it's boiling, you see the bubbles on top, but it's been doing things in the bottom before it starts to bubble. All the pistons in the engine, all that stuff inside the engine, all you see is the car moving. So everything happens much deeper than when you finally see it. Just like when you work out, immediately you have stuff happening inside your body and it's manifesting so much more there before you start seeing it on the outside. I try to find the inner workings of things and just do the breakdown. If it's something that interests me, not everything, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And one of the things that I loved about you when I first met you was your energy. Oh, thank you. Because that energy, you're welcome. That energy had to come from deep within. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I can tell if it's genuine or you're just putting on mm -hmm. a show. And don't let that light go out. Oh, thank you. It is one of the best features you have. <laughs> Thank you. And with that, it's going to come. Everything else is going to come. And I'm glad that you are following your dream and your journey. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Mom. And I'm here for you anytime you need me. Thanks. No, thank you for having me. And yeah, thank you for just being so open and inviting when I did meet you. Yes. That's my thing. That's who I am. Okay. I'm a people person. I love people. Mm -hmm. And because I think without people, I wouldn't know who I am bad good and ugly it's okay it is and no one has to be like me just be yourself yeah you don't have to be like anybody else just be yourself and to me that's very important because i think each and every one of us are an expression we're expressing we're each we're all god expressing ourselves in different ways and so with that different expression is god is becoming through us so it's okay to be yourself. I don't know why people would want someone to be like them. Is there anything else you want to tell the people before you go? 
thank you guys for watching and thank you for having me you guys can follow me on social media at simply tone and just check out any of the new things that i have coming up awesome check out her bathing suits for people and you still have an upcoming fashion show i do Did you set a date yet no not yet so you guys follow me so that you could be on the lookout for that okay cool all right thank you for tuning in to our podcast and one more in the bag hopefully you were motivated to do something special for yourself i'll see you next time take care see ya. bye awesome thank you thank you thank you mama